4: Hello, and welcome to Web Crawlers. This is our mailbag episode where we play your voicemails and maybe read your emails. We'll see if there's anything of note. I'm Allie Siegel.
0: I'm Melissa Stetson. And i producer Maria. Let's
4: see. Let's see if there's anything in this. Uh...
0: We have one from Sarah called Prison Escape. Hey, ladies. First off, love the show and all of you so much. The other day I was at my parents' house listening to your podcast and laughing out loud. My mom heard and asked who I was on the phone with. It's truly like hanging out with my besties every time I listen. Now, onto the important matter. Your latest episode about Richard Lee McNair made me think of another famous prison escapee named Yoshi Shiratori. He's considered an anti-hero in Japanese culture. There's an excellent YouTube video explaining his four prison escapes. Oh, my God. Thought it'd be a fun idea for an episode in the future. I don't want to spoil anything. But one little tidbit is that he could voluntarily dislocate his joints which aided in his escape. It's wild and I would love to hear your take on it. Uh anyway, love you la la la. That's interesting. Wow, yeah, I'd say that dislocating
4: all your joints would certainly be uh Ooh, helpful.
0: Yoshi Shiratori.
4: God, I actually think I've heard that name before.
0: Okay. All right. Okay, all right. Yeah, let's do it to it, baby. These voicemails. Also, today, this episode is coming out on November 25th. Oh, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Wow. Gobble, gobble, bitch, to those who celebrate. Gobble, gobble, bitch. Gobble, gobble, bitch. Okay, first message. Hi, this
5: message is for the web crawlers. Um, this is Laura from Ohio. Again, um, I've called, I think, a few times, but I'm driving home from work, so I figured I'd call. Um, and I am that calling to tell a story about a synchronicity that happened, I think, last week. Um, so my husband and I were trying to get, like, our shit together. Um, we just moved to a new city, and we just got new jobs and stuff. So we're trying to, like, establish good sleep schedules and, like, try to be real adults, quote-unquote. Um, my mom, that randomly also lives in the same city, one time sent me a text that she got on the email and said that someone had signed it and said, variety is the spice of life, and um, she sent it to me in a text, and we were talking about it, and she was like, this is so nice, like, this is exactly right, like, you know, blah, 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 and then, literally, not 10 minutes later, um, my husband comes in the room, and we're, like, talking, and he says, variety is the spice of life. Now, I had never heard that phrase until um, my mom had (laughs) sent it to me in a text. Um, I grew up speaking Spanish, so a lot of the idioms that you learn from your parents, I just. I've never really, have never really heard. So a lot of them catch me off guard sometimes and I'm like, oh, that's new. Um, so yeah, my, um, like within literally 10 minutes of each other, I heard that phrase um, like uttered and I was just like, I stopped my husband. and I was like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> um, so yeah, that was a really interesting synchronicity. I feel like now I'm really trying to focus on variety being the spice of life. Yes. Um, and then I also have another story about, um, I heard you guys talking about, um, when someone was drunk and tried to you know break into someone else's house, thinking it was her house, and that actually happened to me. I wasn't the one who was trying to break into the house, but um a drunk girl tried to break into my house at like four o'clock in the morning. oh, when, oh my God, um, when I was in college and um, luckily, my um husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, was staying over, but like I don't know what she was on like she this girl was like literally like we had to call someone to come fix our door because she broke it but um <laughs> The, the lock was, like, the whole door was basically splintered. There were footprints, like... I oh, my God! The door is not higher. Um wow. She was literally trying to kick our door down, and she was screaming. She was like, I live here! Um, and we were like, if you live here, then what's the address? And she just said, we lived in apartment G. And she was like, it's just G! And so it was just wild. Um, we did end up calling the cops. Luckily, she was just a small white girl, so I didn't feel too. She's two, fine. Two about
3: yeah.
5: She
1: apparently had a habit of doing this. Oh, my so, God. Yeah, thank no. you
5: so much. And I love the show, as always.
0: And bye. You got a habit of kicking in doors for the wrong home. Holy Toledo. <laughs> wow. You know, variety is a spice of life, variety, i say. That's some variety for you. That's variety. <laughs> Next message.
1: Hi, this message is by the web callers. Um, I've called in. I think this is my third time now so if anybody ever looks through my phone calling history (laughs) it's probably gonna look like a little creepy I know three times it's not that many times to call someone anyway I'm calling because y'all were I listened to an episode I honestly don't remember when it came out because when I started listening to the podcast I just binged a bunch of them but you had an episode about lucid dreaming and like tips mm-hmm. for how to lose a dream, and I'd never done it before, but I remember listening to the episode and being like, "Huh, that's cool." And this is several months ago, and I sort of started kind of trying to like notice certain things that y'all talked about. I think one of them was like, like how technology always looks super weird in dreams, and you can't like, like if you're on your phone, it's all like messed up. And I mm-hmm. definitely started noticing things like that. But um, a few nights ago, I had like, an actual full-on lucid dream for the first time, which was so crazy. Like, the dream was kind of doing its own thing up to a certain point. There was this moment of realization that I had. Like, it was a really emotionally heightened moment. I was in this house. I just, like, knew instinctually that it was my ex-best friend's house. Um, I've been best friends with this girl for five years. In real life, not the dream, but also the dream. Um, and she just to me one day, which was really Oh, <laughs> oh no. Um, My God! And in the dream, I suddenly realized I was in her house. And I was like, this isn't good. Like, we're in her house and she's not here. We need to leave. But in that emotionally heightened moment, I realized that I was dreaming. And it was so crazy because it was, like, super vivid. And I very much felt like I was standing in a space. But I turned to, like, the people that were there with me in the dream. And I was like, oh, this is a dream. And then the other people who were obviously me which i knew in my dream were like oh shit no way that's crazy like what do we do now and i was like okay well i i should be able to control what happens now right so like i don't know make a dragon and then nothing happened make a dragon make a stupid, dragon we're like said it out loud in the dream and so i was like okay i don't think that's how it works and then i i walked down a hallway and there was a door that just like opened and someone like threw a Basset Hound dog through the door. <laughs> oh my God. And the dog started running at me. And so I was like, okay. And I, I thought in my head sort of thing, and I was like, I want the dog to fly. And the dog like flew over my head uh. and out a window. <laughs> um, what a dream. And so I out the window, and the dog was sitting there and I was like, okay, like, I want the dog to talk to me. Um, and at that point, the dog like morphed into like a man dressed as a dog, kind of <laughs> like that show Wilfred. Because I guess my brain was just like, all right, that's too much.
0: Like, we can't make a dog talk. This is a part two. I
4: mean, this is an interesting, insane dream.
1: Hi, this message is from web crawlers. I just got cut off while telling a story about my dream, which is like the most mortifying thing. (laughs) Uh, This happened to be the second, because what's more boring than listening to somebody else's dream? Um, Honestly, I probably deserved it. Uh, but at, least at the end of the dream I talked to this dog like man um, and I, but I remember him saying something that felt profound in the moment because it was probably my subconscious trying to talk to me was like, like
4: rough rough
1: <laughs> meeting love where it's ready to find you or some bullshit I don't know but it was cool because I was seriously like very fully lucid and like aware in this dream state which has never happened to me before um, and then last night I, I had a nightmare that I was getting like dragged down into the ground by all these hands, like, dragged down to hell or something. I don't know. Oh,
6: my God, and girl. I dreaming,
1: and I was like, "Oh, sick! I got this and just, like, propelled myself out of the ground because I knew that I could because it was just a dream. So, um, thanks for helping me escape my nightmares. Sorry for rambling. I'm gonna go now. <laughs> okay, bye.
0: Jeez. That ground
4: dream is scary. Yeah, that's terrifying. I would hate that. My God. I would like to know if she takes melatonin. Right. Because melatonin always gives me really weird dreams.
0: Uh-huh. Same. I had to stop taking it because it was like... I can't.
4: Yeah, I get like... Making me feel crazy. I get like fever dreams. It's like, I don't get anything yeah. to do. I took it last night and I like, I have the weirdest fucking dreams ever.
0: Okay, next message. Hi,
1: web crawlers. This is Rachel the Widow. Um, I've Hi. been a Nicole for a long time. Uh, but I've been in kind of a funk skin, not in the mood to talk, so we'll see how this goes. Oh no, my dogs are, okay. They were about to fight. One's going from the other. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First of all, um, shout out to Isabel. Um, she was the one who, uh, mentioned recently losing her husband. Um, we, connected on the discord so uh, another reason why that place is just a, an amazing place that is so great um, an amazing community um second uh Allie Ooh. um this isn't an uh-oh this is a <laughs> so, I went to you about I want to say it was December of last year for a Reiki uh, a virtual Reiki session Ooh. and you um did your thing and you sent me email with all the stuff that you uh uh, encountered and I was recently reading it and there was something in there that um caught my eye you had said something about a house near water and at the time it didn't really mean anything to me and I kind of forgot about it and so that was December and then this past May I um I started the search for a house to buy, um, and it was this whole process, and it was terrible market for it, um, and then this house just kind of fell into my lap. It didn't have a basement, um, and in the Midwest, if you're a family buying a house, you need a basement. It's Gotta like a huge thing, so it wasn't really going anywhere, and so I was able to buy it, um, and it's perfect, and it's cute, and I love it, and it um, is... Uh, one and a quarter mile from Lake Michigan, um, oh. way closer to the water than I've ever lived. I mean, I, I saw in your email the other day that you said that there's a house near the water. Oh, wow. And wow. it just kind of struck me as, as interesting because now I live near the water, and I didn't at the time. That's nice. Um, How weird. So, yeah, go see Allie. For all your- <laughs> anyway, um, the other thing I was hoping to talk about. That's kind of interesting. Sorry. I feel like I'm like out of breath. I guess I'm just nervous. Um, I talked to someone who speaks to your guys. And this was back in August. And so we were talking and she had some really interesting things about past lives and a uh, tricolored pig that hangs out with me which made me think it might be my dog growing up because she was tricolored. Um, and apparently a big bear that's like smoky, the bear or something. I don't know. A bunch of weird stuff. Then I started talking about uh, my late husband, James, And Part two. Hey, web crawlers, It's Rachel again. Um... And I'm finally a two-message lever. I've never done that before. Congrats! Um, I finally had something uh, to say long enough to do messages. And I understand why people call it and feel a little like I don't know ashamed of it because when it happens, it's like you're talking and it's like goodbye, and you're like, holy <laughs> crap, what just happened? So, okay, where was I? Okay. Talking to the lady about the guys. We started talking about my husband, Jane. Um, she said that when she went, because she does this thing where she goes into a trance and she kind of writes down things that come to her. Um, she showed me on her paper that she actually wrote down the word Jimmy. And um, I thought that was kind of funny because James would, he would like introduce himself as Jimmy when we were like meeting strangers in a bar that he knew he'd probably never see again and he was just in a weird mood and would just like introduce himself as Jimmy <laughs> otherwise he would just go by James. Um, so I thought that was kind of funny and then um, we were talking and she said well I can tell that you're very intuitive and I think you should try um, automatic writing um, so you can communicate with James. And she said yeah he says that he's um, willing to try it and I was like okay maybe I'll give that a try um, and she said are you, are you going on a trip soon? Like she could tell I was going on a trip soon, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to Iceland in a month." Ooh. Iceland so again. Iceland, Iceland. You should practice um, automatic writing. It, you know, it, it'll take some practice. It's not doesn't come easy, but you should you should give it a try while you're there. He'll be with you, and it'll be you'll be very close to him, and you'll be able to do it, or at least try. And so it's like, okay, Cheryl, sure, I'll, I'll give it a shot. So I go to Iceland, I bring a notebook um, and basically when I was not too tired, I would um, kind of meditate and just let my hand move across the page without any effort. And I was able to do that. I was able to just let my hand move without trying. Um, And usually I would look at it afterwards and it would just be scribbles, just nonsense scribbles. Um, So, But I would do it and and on the um, very last night, um, after this amazing trip, it was beautiful, it was spiritually healing, it was just glorious. I'm sleeping in this bubble, this plastic bubble basically, where you can lay in this nice cozy bed and oh, look up and you I see the wind. Looked at that yesterday. The trees, and you can hear the wind, but you're like wow. warm and safe, and you don't feel the wind. Yeah, and it was just cool. this really cool experience. And so I do the automatic writing. And then at the end of it, I look and separate from all the other scribbles, very clearly it said, wow.
0: Oh, wait, there's another part. What if that was Anna? It just said, wow. It just said, wow. <laughs> the end. <laughs> okay, part
1: three. Oh, it's Rachel again. I'm a triple message weaver now. <laughs> what, what is this? Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Anyway, and it ruined my
6: punchline. Well, it <laughs> wasn't a punchline, but.
1: Um, <laughs> Yes. So I'm in this beautiful setting and then I look at it and it says it, the words say it says wow with a heart attached to the last W and it was very clear. Everything else was just scribbles, just ink, you know, cantoned, but that wow and the heart was super clear. And it just made me feel like he was there and he was also enjoying this experience and that it was. Really cool. Anyway, I don't know if anyone's had any experiences like that with automatic riding or tried anything like that, but I'm gonna keep practicing and see if it gets anywhere. Um, yeah, um, I feel like there was other stuff I wanted to talk about because again, I've been wanting to call for a while. But now it's all gone out the window with all these messages and it's it's confusing. and I'm not even sure. I'll probably call back when I remember. Um, but for now, I love you guys and honk, honk, la, la, la.
0: Wow.
4: Wow. So I found the email. How it works basically is it, in in-person Reiki or long-distance Reiki, like, I can't really, it's not so much Reiki that I do. Like, I'll, I do like traditional Reiki, but it's more of like, why in my, like things come up in my head sometimes, like intuitively, and I'll, I'll talk with the person through it. So I'm looking back at the email, and I guess I said, um, and this was a long distance one, obviously. So I said to her without giving too much away because she already said this in her email, I said, additionally, uh, when I was doing the long distance Reiki, the idea of you, at a house on or near the water. So, Hmm. I
0: don't know. Congrats. A mile and a half away from Lake Michigan. That's nice. There we go.
4: So, I don't know. Sometimes things make sense in the moment. Sometimes they might make sense
0: later. Or sometimes it's just a coincidence.
4: You never know. But cool. You never know. Glad it ended up making some sort of sense.
0: That's nice. Those Iceland, like... Pod things. Those look so cool. I
4: literally think I I I sent the link of it to myself yesterday. Cause for some reason I've become obsessed with Iceland and <laughs> You should go. And since I've since I've become obsessed with Iceland, every day I keep hearing things about Iceland.
0: Iceland was it's my favorite place that I've traveled to. Is it really? Wow. Did you love it? It felt like a different planet. That's why. Because it's just so, well, they so different. Shot, they shot Interstellar there. Right, wow. wow! It's like just for miles you see these like black lava rocks, and it looks like you're on the moon or something. It's so crazy. Wow! Are
4: there certain types of uh, periods of time where it's better to go? Is that where the Ar-
0: Ar- Ar- Borealis <laughs> Ar- Ar- Aurora Borealis? Aurora Borealis. <laughs> I was there in March, and I saw the the Northern Lights, and it was it was cold. Maybe that's when I'll go. Uh, But yeah, like springtime when it's like, you know, but it was cold where we were, but also like there was a few days where it was like 60. So like. That's not bad. Yeah. What's near
4: Iceland? Where is Iceland?
0: Near the Antarctic, uh, it touches the Antarctic Ocean.
4: Did it get consent to do that?
0: Oh, I don't
4: think so. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment.
0: Next message.
6: Hey, web crawlers. Uh, This is Joran calling again. I'm sorry about all of this. Uh, But you were just talking about clowns and bozo, and I wanted to tell a very uh, anticlimactic story. Um, I grew up in the Chicago suburbs, and somehow I know uh, you guys mentioned that there was a waiting list to get onto Uh a taping, get into a taping of uh, the bozo show. Somehow, when I was a youngster, I uh, I got to go. What? I don't have many memories of it because it apparently was pretty traumatizing. (sighs) What I do remember is, you know, I was in the audience, and then at some point, they like gather up a bunch of kids, and they chose me, and they brought me. Oh my god! Sounds like it's going to be very creepy, but it's not. They brought (laughs) me into some back room or hallway with the other kids. And it was basically um, them asking, "Hey, do you want to be? Do you want to do the grand prize game?" Oh, and wow. I was, I was a little pussy, and <laughs> um, I honestly, I can't say that I was necessarily scared of Bozo or anything, but I was scared. I was too scared to do it, so oh, I blew my shot. Um, that's my dream to the launch me to to stardom, being uh, on the grand prize game. I didn't do it. But that's what they did. They just brought kids uh, back and basically, I, I mean, they must have chosen the, the cutest kids, obviously, <laughs> right. most adorable. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I said no, and I sat there
0: Your biggest in the audience
6: sadly yeah. watching somebody else do it. That's all. Not a great story, but there you go. All right. Have an excellent day and week, and uh, happy uh, Halloween. That's it. Happy Halloween. Bye.
4: Wow. Oh, wow. what was that message left?
0: These are all Ooh. still from uh, late October. We're wow. still, we've not made it to November whoa, whoa, whoa. with these voicemails. Ay caramba. Ay caramba. caramba. Okay, next message.
1: Hi, this message is for web crawlers. This is Lauren from Oklahoma City. I called about Duncan, Oklahoma last week. And then call back the next day because I just had to agree about the M&Ms being small and crunchy. (laughs) Um, and I blacked out truly. I just like don't even know what I said. So if I didn't even give enough information, you even care. I would love to call back in and give more information about all the murders that happened in Duncan, Oklahoma. Okay. So what I'm calling about really is about the Austin Powers versus thank God, thank God from the top quote. I have never in my life seen view from the top. Never in my life. Never in my life have I seen The Love Guru. But I have seen every Austin Powers. Yeah, during the club. So I married an axe murderer. And I have seen Shrek, all Mike Myers' movie. You know what I've never heard in my life (laughs) is that emphasis on the wrong syllable. Fuck. Never. So, like Maria said in another episode. I don't know. I'm not calling anyone a liar, but like <laughs> Melissa said, I would like a timestamp. I would uh-huh. like anything because I've seen way too much of the first Austin Powers, and it is not anywhere in there. Okay? Uh-huh. This is so serious, I wrote myself a note about it. <laughs> oh, really? my God. Okay. Well, I didn't say it the first time. You ladies are wonderful. I love listening to you, and shout out from Oklahoma City. Bye, Kitty Girls who do you yep
0: I'm telling you I think it's, it's not a topic I just have to it's I just have to
4: eat it yeah
0: just eat it I just gotta eat it yep you gotta eat it gotta eat okay. it okay. next message
1: um hey web callers, it's Rosie I have a relevant clown story Ooh, um, my wow. dad grew up in the South side of Chicago and yeah. he, and like Bozo was a Chicago thing, I guess. I, or wow, her dad is Jordan. I no. Um, <laughs> so he, when he was young, went with his brother what and probably his other siblings story. to go um, see like Bozo takes live. Wait. And I texted him when I was listening to your episode and I was like, didn't you go see Bozo? Because he definitely told me that story before. And he just texted me back and he was like, yeah, um, your Uncle TJ, who's my dad's older brother, played one of the games and won um not bozo buckets not the one where you like throw the you know the classic bozo buckets right but um the one where he i guess like he had to draw a picture of bozo on a big like paper board and like whoever whoever's was best won or whatever and it was like him and two other kids um my dad says that that was a A major moment of pride and and joy in his childhood. So, you know, not all clown experiences are horrible. I think my dad had a really good time at Bozo when he was like, I don't know, eight years old. All right. uh, Bye, y'all.
0: Wow. How old did Bozo live to be? Well, Bozo show was that was in like the 70s through like the 90s. Like 60s, I think. Well, I guess
4: it makes sense in the 90s. Okay. You know?
0: I yeah, I, I wanted to go on there in the 90s. Yeah. Okay. He's
4: well,
0: 85. Yeah. <laughs> wow. He's, he's 90.
1: Hey, this message is for web crawler.
3: Hello, webbies. Uh, <laughs> Hello, webbies Calling from Detroit. Oh And uh, I don't have a great plan for this voicemail, <laughs> uh, but I will say that when I was listening to the Chippendale episode, I definitely for the first uh five or ten minutes or so, I don't know how long, for a little while, I thought we were talking about the T V show The Rescue Rangers. I was kind of passively listening in the background while I was doing some stuff. I was like, what are they gonna uncover about this show? About Chippendale uh, which I think the theme song is like, dip, dip, Chip and Dale. R- 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 chip chip and Dale uh, See you later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye. That's funny. Wow. Yeah, so there's a murder between Chip and Dale. Yeah, between Chip
3: and Dale. Next message? Hey, crawlers. This is a star from Detroit. Again, <laughs> uh, I just thought of a little story from my childhood, which you might. Uh, maybe I'll hate it. Um, My dad used to, when I was a kid, my dad, and he's a pretty far out guy. Nice. uh, (laughs) Instead of telling me like a bedtime story, um, he tucked me in at night. He would often tell me the story um, about being in Arizona in his 20s (laughs) and seeing... Alien spaceship. Oh my god! And Whoa. Get this on more than one occasion, just like tucking <laughs> me funny. in. Let me tell you about the Arizona spaceships again. And then he would proceed to walk downstairs, and That's pretty uh, cool. Over the living room speakers, play this radio show called Hearts of Space, which is just essentially aliens communicating to each other, or like what it would sound like if aliens were clubbing or something like that. Just oh like, my god! Do, 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 do like very like trippy kind of sounds um so anyway i i had a hard time sleeping sure <laughs> all right take care guys bye <laughs> ladies gals see
0: ya wow instead of bedtime stories like let me tell you about some aliens wow,
4: <laughs> wow that's fun that's
0: funny that's a fun that's a fun dad right that's there. a fun dad that's a groovy dude okay next
1: message Hello, web crawlers Hi. This is going to be no. the most boring message ever, because I really have nothing to say. Cool. i work walking to work, and my AirPods aren't working, so I decided to call you guys. <laughs> I went to the Waverly Hill Sanatorium last weekend. Oh. I was pretty excited, but it was a pretty uneventful event. I mean, other than the history, it was very interesting, but I didn't feel anything. I didn't see anything. I don't really believe in that stuff that much, so I didn't think that I was going to see anything, but I thought maybe I would feel like some spooky air or something going on. I don't know. Air. Have you guys seen an episode about the way we really healed the Because if not, you should. And that's about it. I think I also want to say hi it. to my friend Ashley. I love you, Ashley. I'm ninety nine percent sure I started listening to this podcast because she shared it on Instagram. But you guys
0: oh, tomorrow. Bye. Cool. Wow! Thank you, Ashley. Thank you, Ashley. Bravery Hill Sanatorium. I don't know if we've done an episode specifically on that, but I know we've talked about it.
4: Yeah, I think we've like covered it, like we've mentioned it, but we haven't done yeah. a full on.
0: Okay, interesting. Okay, here's our last message of the day.
1: Wow. Hello, web crawlers. Hello is me again. I just wanted to apologize if I sound blinded because I'm walking to work and I'm late and I'm really out of shape. But that is all. Also, I wish I loved your voicemail episodes more. Kind of hypocritical that I'm talking about that, even though I'm leaving you guys a voicemail. Wow. They're really hard to understand sometimes. I can, I don't see, know, that. I can see that. I don't know if anyone is, like, a little bit hard of hearing, but I'm losing my hearing somewhat here. And sometimes I literally have no idea what the people are saying when they leave a voicemail. But I guess it's still interesting to hear your guys' comments about whatever the hell they're saying. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> bye again. Have an awesome
0: day. Oh, no. What
4: a great note to end on. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> your episode suck. We can't hear it. We yeah, sometimes, hear sometimes it is hard to hear people if it's not super clear. Yeah. I, maybe yeah.
4: call from a landline if and when you can. Whoa. What the fuck was that? <laughs>
0: Whose dog is barking?
4: That's, and that surprisingly wasn't me. Pickles barks like that?
0: That's a, <laughs> yeah. that's a loud dog.
4: That's a that's a loud dog right there.
0: That's a loud that's a dog, loud right, dog there. right there. That's there. a
4: loud doggy right there. Um, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much, as usual, as usual, for as usual. All, as usual, for all your voicemails. We love you so much. Um, I am Allie Siegel. I
0: am Melissa Stettin. <laughs> And I'm producer Maria Gobble
6: Gobble Bitch. Gobble Bye. Gobble Bitches.
2: <laughs> An Erio's original. Powered by ACAS.